If you find the real estate market stressful, confusing, and complicated, then you've come to the right place. Stay tuned as Randy and his expert guests dispel the myths and give you a dose of reality. It's Real Estate Revealed. And here's your host, Chicagoland's premier home appraiser, Randy Barcella. A very enthusiastic and exciting welcome to Real Estate Revealed, and I am Randy Barcella. It is always a joy for me to be with you every Sunday morning. I am happy that you tuned in. Okay, today's special show, Foundation Cracks. When are they serious and when should they be considered just normal? Well, we've got the premier home inspector and president of Chicagoland Home Inspectors, Inc. Yeah, that's Charlie Belfontaine. Also, tips for helping buyers navigate new construction. And in studio is the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. Yeah, that's Sandra Wright. Also, should I refinance my mortgage now? Well, in studio is the expert mortgage loan consultant himself from the Loan Depot. Yeah, that's Pat Canone. Also, as we do every uh, October, it's Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we try to share some really positive stories from a lot of good causes and charities. And today we have on uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Survivors to share with us some really great tips. You can make it. You can get out. And that's Elsa Prado and Lisa White to share their courageous stories. Yes, we are live. We're not recorded like a lot of those other shows. 312-642-5600. Yeah, that's 312 312- Six four two fifty six hundred. And uh, good morning, Charlie. Good morning. How are you, Randy? Fantastic, Charlie Belfontaine. I think you're a movie star with a name like that, Belfontaine. Good morning, sir. Happy Sunday morning. Good morning and happy Sunday morning. And thank you, ladies, for coming here and sharing your stories. Um, hopefully, it's going to help other other women that were in the same situation. So foundation um, cracks. I, I love it. On today, I came on today to chat about different cracks and when it's serious, um, there's always going to be a lot of concern about when you're buying a house, is this foundation going to hold up or leak or whatever? So I'm going to do a little bit of backstepping and we're going to be building the foundation in our heads a little bit. So I need some imagination work. A lot of people don't realize that before we started putting houses or buildings or anywhere in the Chicago land, we used to have dinosaurs. And even before then, this earth was present and it was all compacted and compressed and all our clay soil that we have in the Chicago land area was undisturbed for thousands, if not millions of years. Obviously, I wasn't around back then. Um, so pretty much the Chicago land area is all clay. And clay is a great building material to put houses on top of. Obviously, we do it, but it's only good if we keep it dry. And as I go through all this, that's going to be the main thing we want to keep in our head is keep it dry. Because when it gets wet or saturated with water, it gets squishy. And the weight of the house can actually push the clay underneath and cause our settlement. So then we start digging holes. We, we have basements here in the Chicagoland area. So we dig a hole. And if you think about it, you're really digging a pool. And that hole is, if it rains, it's going to want to fill up with water, all right? Most of the damage that we have to any foundations is always going to come from the surface uh, surface water. It's, usually we don't have underground aquifers or rivers that are flowing underneath the house that's causing it. It's usually going to be surface drainage that's the problem. So let's build that foundation. The first thing we do is we're going to dig our hole, and then we're going to put our footing in. Footings are typically two feet wide and one foot deep. We let that cure, which is the proper term, but it means it hardens, dries, you know, and it gets hard, basically, so we can walk on it. 
after it cures, then we're going to go ahead and put the foundation on top of the footing and we let that cure. And the final piece of concrete that goes on is actually the basement floor and that's poured on top of the actual footing. Those three different pores, because one cures before we put the next one, those are called cold joints and they're not sealed tight. There's actually water can seep right through those things. There's another rule in science that water is going to always seek its own level. So when water gets higher than the footing, it gets to the area with all three of those pieces of concrete meat. And that area, for definition words, is called the cove, C-O-V-E. If the water gets higher than the cove, well then, since it wants to seek its own level, it's going to want to come to the inside of the basement. So we, as you know, co- contractors, we're going to go ahead and put a drain tile around the outside of the footing so that if the water starts building up there, we capture that water, put it in the sump pump, and then get it out of here so we keep the water below the footing level. All right, so now let's switch over. We built our foundation and, and our footings. Let's talk about cracks. You know, so there's an old joke about concrete workers, and when I was a young man and actually had muscles, I used to do that. But we would guarantee our concrete against three things. We guarantee it against theft. So if somebody stole your concrete, we'll replace it against fire. And then also that it's going to crack. So pretty much all concrete, when it cures, it is going to crack. So Charlie, when do we know Um, it's an emergency versus normal on a crack? That's I am working on that now. We've got to kind of build it and understand (laughs) how it works and why it happens to when it gets serious. All right. So two more words. Settlement means it's going down. Heaving means it's going up. All right. When we see most cracks that step down, whether they go through the mortar joints in the brick or, but mostly they're going to be on a 45 degree angle. Those cracks are going to be slow moving cracks. They're usually caused from settlement or heaving when they get in there. Um, Cracks that go straight up and down. I like to refer to those as a trauma crack. That means it happened quick, some sort of lateral hor- lateral force that came in there. And then the worst cracks that we run into are typically going to be horizontal cracks. Now, in some areas, like the southern suburbs of Chicago, where we build in blocks, we see a lot of horizontal cracks there. Those aren't too much of a problem because they're not associated with bulging. And bulging is kind of like if you're standing and your knee goes forward, your leg is bulging at that point in time. So we've got a horizontal crack that's pushing inwards. All right. So now getting to your question, um, when they start getting serious, all right, and when we have to bring in a structural engineer or a foundation repair company and how you can help make your decisions from that, first things first, to do a true structural engineering evaluation takes about six months. We have to make sure and see that if the foundation is actually moving. Otherwise, they're going to give you their best guess, and they use kind of the same rules that we use. So those rules are any crack that's a quarter inch or bigger needs to be repaired. Typically, those repairs, especially if it's a shrinkage crack, is going to be an injected epoxy. Any crack that has been repaired and the crack came back is a pretty strong indicator that the building's still moving. We need to stop that movement um, when we get in here. All right. The third one is going to be two-directional movement which means a crack occurred and something went forward or backwards or up and down. These are all serious cracks. Um, There's no reason once we get the two-directional movement or the the crack that came back to get a structural engineer. Let's go straight to the foundation repair company. 
Typical repair for those is going to be about $2,000 for each pier or each pile, and they're going to install those every five feet when it comes in there. Typical fixes for injected epoxy, which would be the minor ones, is going to be about $500 in the stuff. So, so Charlie, so I want to, you know, our audience really yeah. needs to know the details about this, and how could they get a hold of you, my friend? The best way to get a hold of us or me is going to be through the Real Estate Reveal website, um, I also put this class on. It's far longer than this. Yeah. And if you go to our YouTube channel, with just search for Chicago Land Home Inspectors, we got about 40 hours worth of education. It's all free. And we try to be a little more technical. So that's another great way to get hold of us. Fantastic. How about a phone number, Charlie? 312-544-9180. And... Happy Sunday, everyone. Yeah, thanks, Charlie. Yeah, get out, like he said, get out to the website, realestatereveal.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com, and uh, great stuff, uh, great information, Charlie, about foundation cracks. Wow. Um, and moving right along here, tips for helping buyers navigate new home construction. Wow. We've got the premier realtor from Chicago Properties, um, Sandra Wright in studio. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. Happy to be with everyone today. And, you know, wanted to touch on the new construction that is out there. You know, buyers, obviously, with the lower inventory are considering, you know, they want maybe more newer properties, something that they can, you know, create and go through the upgrades and make some choices to make it more their own rather than a resale. And, you know, it's just understanding some of those differences. And there's like some key points to keep in mind when you are looking at new construction. One um, is doing your research, doing that research with the builder, understanding their history, knowing um, what uh, options are out there, understanding the neighborhood that you're considering, um, and really working with your real estate agent so you can you know, have them as your advocates uh, when you're looking at that. You know, Sandra, I don't want to rush you at all, but these are really great points for, um, yeah, helping navigate new home construction. But we're coming up to a quick break. I'm Randy Barcelli, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. We'll be right back with more of Sandra Wright. To Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's so good. Always so good to be with you every Sunday morning. Good morning, America, and welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and right before the break, we were talking with the premier realtor from Chicago Properties. Yeah, that's Sandra Wright. Tips for helping buyers navigate new home construction. And don't forget, everybody, we're live. If you have any questions, 312 312- 642-5600. Yeah, that's 312-642-5600. And uh, Sandra? So as I was saying, you know, home construction, new construction is a little bit different. Uh, one, I talked about making sure you do your research, you know, understanding your building, your builder, and also, you know, understanding what options are available with that construction, the neighborhood, and so forth. Um, two is negotiations. Negotiations are a little bit different when you are looking at new construction. I will say um, it's good to have an agent as your 
um, spokesperson, your advocate, because, you know, a lot of times you just walk into a showroom and you're looking at floor plans and there's a salesperson on site. Those aren't necessarily folks that are, you know, advocating specifically for you. So, again, it's free. You should work with an agent and get a better understanding uh, when it comes to those negotiations because each new construction is a little bit different and builders, you know, uh, they're not always negotiating as much on price, but there might be some other options that they would incentivize you on, whether it's, you know, maybe some upgrades that we can negotiate. Maybe it's something with closing costs. So, you know, it's get, again, good to talk with your agent uh, so they can advocate for you when you are looking at new construction. The third is, you know, understanding financial incentives with new construction. So the little differentiator there is, you know, from loan perspective, the builder could be partnering, they usually are, with a lender. And there's some extra incentives offered if you work with their preferred lender on that property. So again, it can be a lower interest rate. It could be you know, some closing credit. Um, and, you know, if Pat had some additional comments to add to that, but there is, you know, things that are incentivized when it comes to working with the um, the lender with the new construction. Uh, so you really need a, a person on your team like yourself who knows what questions to ask, to know the procedures. You can't just blindly walk into a new construction without somebody helping. Well, and a lot of people do do that. And again, you want to do your due diligence and not just jump into something because it is a commitment. They're going to ask for a deposit and it's usually substantial. And on top of it, it could be for many years that that money is being held in an escrow. So you got to understand those pieces and you have to understand the contract because a lot of times they don't always let you get out of the contract easily once wow. right. you put in that escrow. And I always advocate to an individual buyer to always, always have an agent represent them. It's not going to cost you anything more. Right. And that individual will be able to focus on you and helping you negotiate the very best in that situation. Exactly. exactly. So Sandra Wright, how could somebody get a hold of you for more information about how... You know, you've got a checklist of how to really properly guide people Definitely. into new construction. Yeah. And patience is key with new construction. Very much FYI. so. FYI. Um, but yeah, happy to talk to, you know, anyone that's looking. My cell is 773-294-4444. Um, I do have a website, wd-realestate.com. And then obviously all our information is on realestaterevealed.com. Sandra Wright, Chicago Properties. Thank you. Good information about new construction. Don't go it alone. And uh, moving right along here, we've got the top 1% of loan officers in the United States. So was on the social media for like the last four months. Yeah, that's Pat Canone from the Loan Depot. And he's saying, should I refinance my mortgage now? Good morning, Pat. Happy Sunday. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, ladies. Hopefully everyone has a wonderful Sunday. Mortgage refinance. Since we're in the Halloween season, tips and tricks. So should I refinance my mortgage? You know, Randy, surprisingly, despite the uh, rates going down dramatically over the past few years, we still have individuals in the 4s and 5% interest rate range. Can you imagine that? Pat, I went on an appraisal uh, this past summer, and the lady's been there for eight years. And I think it was in um, just immediate southwest side near Midway Airport area. And uh, she says, yeah, I, I was always making my payment. I says, she would, but my loan officer said it was a good time to call or somebody, the neighbor, 
So long story short, she said she had a 7% interest rate and she never changed it in the last seven years or eight years. But there's a lot of people like oh. that. You, they just see the payment right. book come in and they make the payment. Exactly. And uh, and it's, it's not surprising that there are still a lot of individuals out there that haven't ever refinanced. They haven't had the education nor the inclination to do so. As Randy indicated, you have that uh, monthly mortgage payment done automatically. You don't even think about it. But uh, um, refinancing today still can save you tens of thousands of dollars over the life of the loan. So obviously, we are all now experiencing um, inflation. So a few of us, Randy and I, are a little bit older than uh, the rest of the individuals within the uh, the, the studio today. But we experienced <laughs> Thank goodness is radio, not TV. <laughs> we experienced the high inflation of the late seventies and early eighties, and unfortunately, we're starting to see all of us are seeing inflation creeping up. And with inflation creeping up, some economists out there just this past week indicated that they don't. Uh, they do believe that interest rates may touch 4% by the end of next year. And today we're in the low to mid threes, whereas just a few months ago we were in the upper 2% range. So you might say, what's the big deal? 3% to 4%. But let me give you an example. On a $300,000 loan, uh, 3%, just the principal and interest, the payment would be $1,265. Now this excludes taxes and insurance. If the interest rate goes up to 4%, your payment would be $1,432. So that's a difference of $167 a month. So that's significant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For home buyers, each 1% move is the potential that they, uh, the difference in what they'll be able to afford is about 12%. In other words, now they, the scope of homes available to them that Sandra would be able to share and show you would, be, would shrink. And that's what inflation does, and that's what higher interest rates do. So that... Change in interest rates, potentially, if you're at 4% and you are able to go down to 3%, would save you $167 a month. And you might say, again, okay, that's just over $2,000 a year. But that $2,000 a year, over the life of the loan, you'd have a difference of over $60,000. And that gets people's attention. When you look over the life of a loan, that small difference in interest rate could mean an extra $60,000 in your pocket. However, I'm going to be the positive guy here. In the 30 years I've been in the business, rates have always been near 8, 9, sometimes 10%. I know in the early 80s, it went to 20%, but 3, 3.5, three 4, I'm telling you, it's still fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I, I mean, it, so, Pat, it, I yes. got a question. Absolutely. So right here. The, you see all these commercials where they're saying you can refinance cash out. Mm-hmm. So you want to explain what cashing out is? Sure. Too? Absolutely. I so, think that's important. Absolutely. So, um, so let's say you bought your house two, three, five years ago, and um, uh, you bought it for $250,000. And part of what's happening with inflation, we are also seeing inflation in housing prices. So to Sandra's point, individuals may now have equity in their home. In other words, the buildup between what they owe and what um, the value is. And now let's say you, you know, life happens and let's say... You know, you've accumulated some credit card bills. You might have some student loans, uh, some other installment debt. You may want to do a rehab to your house. You may want to do a rehab to your house. And with that equity, you're able to take out a portion of that equity and use it as you see fit. So to Sandra's point, let's say you did purchase a, a home that does need some TLC, some tender loving care. You're able to take out that money and actually maybe renovate your ba- uh, your bathroom, your kitchen. I see a lot of individuals that are doing that in today's environment. So refinancing is not only to lower your rate. I had an individual whose rate actually was going up slightly. 
However, she, and I kid you not, I just did that this week. She's saving $900 a month based on what we're going to be able to pay off. Amazing. So that's $10,800 a year in savings. And she was, but my rate's going up. And I said, but ma'am, we're getting rid of your PMI. We're getting rid of all of your credit card debt, and you're still going to have $15,000 left over to do as you please. And you indicated that you wanted to do some renovation in the home. So there's so I many love things that we can do. That's because interest rates are low. That's because. So it doesn't matter whether the interest rate's 3.5%. You have to take a look at the big picture. And Randy indicated earlier you know, about taking a look at that uh, mortgage statement. The best way for you to take a look and see if uh, this... Uh, period of time makes sense to refinance is to shoot that uh, copy of the uh, uh, mortgage statement to me. Let's take a look at it. We'll sit down together and see if refinancing makes sense. It may or may not. If it doesn't, we, you know, it, all it takes is a 15, 10 minute phone call. And you know what? We're coming to a quick break. I know I don't want to rush Pat Cadone and all. You're listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. on AM 560, The Answer. And thank you all so much for making us your Sunday habit. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and more of Pat Canone. And don't forget, Domestic Violence Awareness, the second half of the show. You don't want to miss that one. Back to the show, sure to answer your questions about the real estate market. Real Estate Revealed with Randy Barcella. Ain't nobody leaving here soon. We love dancing in the studio and playing good music. Good morning, America. And welcome back to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoyed every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And uh, right before the break, we were going over some really valuable information about uh, should I refinance my mortgage now? And Pat Canone is the expert mortgage loan consultant with the Loan Depot. And he had a few more things to share with us. Thanks again, Randy. Yeah. So, so what, what are the next steps? So besides having a copy of your mortgage statement available, know your credit score. There are so many services out there that share with you what an average credit score will be that you you currently have. Mind you, whatever a lender pulls, more than likely, the credit score will be different and oftentimes um, lower than what you're pulling from consumer credit sites. So that's one key factor. Also understand the equity in your home. Uh, Sandra and I were having a discussion during the break, and uh, basically, you know, n- property values have gone up. Uh, we have all seen what's happening with inflation, and inflation's incur- occurring with property values as well. Um, we can provide you with an estimate prior to uh, getting an appraisal. And um, there are so additional... Uh, costs that are going to be involved, and we've got to make sure, and as I tell everyone, we only move forward if it all makes sense to you. And Pat Canone, how can somebody get a hold of you for great Absolutely. Um, I'm available uh, today after the show, 630-965-8138. That's 630-965-8138. I'm always available on the web as well at patcanone.com. That's C-A-N-N-O-N-E. And of course, here at the Real Estate Revealed website, um, give me a call, get a copy of your uh, mortgage statement together, and let's see if refinancing makes sense for you. Pat Canone, thank you so much. And like he said, when was the last time you were out to the website? Realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. And I've got videos of everybody in the studio this morning, yeah, on Facebook, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. And uh, we're excited as we do every uh, every October. It's uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and uh, we here at the Real Estate Revealed radio show, we love to support a lot of great causes. 
And um, it's real, everybody. It's been going on for many years, but this, the awareness is so much greater now because so many people have come forward in the last 10, 15 years and sharing their stories, and there's a lot of places you can go for help. But in studio, we've got some really great, uh, lovely ladies here, Elsa Prado and Lisa White, to share with their courageous stories. Good morning, Elsa. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Good morning, Randy. Thank you for having and, us. And don't forget, we're live. If you want to call in and share your story, too, or make some uh, great, valuable advice, 312-642-5600. Yeah, that's 312-642-5600. So, um, Elsa, uh, share with me and our audience, what really is domestic violence? How does it start? What's it all about? I'm, I'm not too clear. You know, domestic violence starts, and I'm going to use this quote, never say mean words out of anger. Your anger will pass, but your mean words can scar a person for life. So use kind words or be silent. It all starts with words most of the time, and it starts with emotional abuse. And uh, as a child advocate, as a person that has worked in the courtrooms for many, many years uh, in the domestic violence area and working with women and men, because this is something that affects the whole entire family, a lot of people think, well, domestic violence is just a, a man and a woman. No, it's not. It's also impacting your children when they see you fight, when you're scarring your children, when they hear those choice words where you are making trouble with your spouse or your partner, whoever that may be. But regardless, whether you are in a, you know, a single sex a union or with a partner, with a spouse, you are affecting and impacting those children every step, step of the way with words. Emotional abuse is the first part of abuse of domestic because you use them to manipulate, to control, to exert power over a a person. So that will always affect you. And that's where it all gets started. Um, I have done a radio program for many, many years. I started helping and advocating for families with uh, hands off our children. And uh, that program lasted for like nine years then right now I'm currently doing another radio program also t- for the Hispanic community, Alas de Amor. Nice. And sometimes or many times these um, men or women, they're predators. They're, they're they are. looking out for yes. someone too. And they look for the person that they can manipulate, the person that will actually uh, obey them, if that's the best way to say it. you know. And they exert that power over the person for as long as they can. So when they say what you allow is what will be. And then after I've I've heard that sometimes after months or years of the verbal abuse, then it starts the physical. Abuse. Oh, definitely, definitely, because I think they get to, uh, a person to the breaking point. A lot of times they will get uh, the spouse to finally like lose it. The person loses it, not knowing that this is the intent of the person that is trying to victimize you. So I think that what you need to do in, in, in many, many ways is try to find your own healing. A lot of times we don't realize that we have a lot of healing to do from our youth, from our childhood. And a lot of that unresolved conflict turns into horrendous cases of uh, domestic abuse. Wonderful. That's, I, I love the education you're giving us. And then uh, Lisa. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're coming to a quick break. <laughs> Lisa White will come right back. Oh, my gosh. We're getting so involved here with the uh, stories. But, yeah, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. It's serious. We're giving our uh, support here on the Real Estate Revealed radio show. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host. And don't forget, we're live. 312-642-5600. Yeah, 
642-5600. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Estate Revealed with Randy Parcella. It's not unusual to be loved by anyone. It's not unusual to have fun with anyone. And it's not unusual to have fun on the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Good morning, America. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed radio show. Uh, don't forget, we're live, 312-642-5600. Yeah, 312-642-5600. And as we do every year in October, we like to support a lot of great causes. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we supported Breast Cancer Awareness for October, and today is Domestic Violence Awareness. And uh, Elsa Prado just told us Prado just told us a lot of great things about what domestic violence is, how it starts, uh, where it comes from. It's all different with everybody else, and it just doesn't exist between men and women. It's it's you know uh, partnerships. Uh, it's for everybody. So don't. Um, and then um, we also have in studio another courageous survivor, uh, Lisa White, and uh, she wanted to share with us some great information about domestic violence. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Thank you for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Um, actually, very similar to Elsa, I've worked in the field of domestic violence with helping and advocating for people. Um, and there are a couple of things I want to kind of piggyback off of what she said. One of the things is that actually struck me when I began to be trained for it is that there's something called the cycle of violence where everybody seemed to have the same story. And as a survivor myself, I understood it. There's like a honeymoon phase that you go through when you meet this person. You have a tendency to see them as being like a prince charmer, like the best thing that ever happened to you. And then because of that, they kind of graft you into who they are and being the perfect person. And you get all into that. (laughs) And so then eventually at some point, because you're so willing to do everything to make sure you keep that person, when they begin to change, you feel like it's your fault. Like you did something that brought about that change because when you initially, you know, got introduced to them, that's not how they were. Um, One of my unique experiences, I have several domestic violence experiences, but one of my more unique experiences was I was living in Michigan at the time and they had a very well thought out (laughs) um, way to deal with domestic violence. So they had all of the police departments in the local area. They were connected with one another and I was an advocate. So if any police department got a call about domestic violence, then I would be one of the people who could be called because of the, you know, to respond as as a a crisis intervention. Sure. Um, So basically though, I was being abused and I had a really bad domestic violence incident one night. I ran across the street to my neighbors. My husband actually threatened me with a gun and she's like, are you going to call the police? Are you going to call the police? And I'm like, well, no, I, I can't do that because then that would be calling on my coworkers. That would be calling, you know, everybody who knows me and what I do and it would have an impact on my job. And even though everybody may not have it that severe, but just by the fact that you know the stigma around domestic violence and you know what your people have thought because, you know, they'd say that usually I think seven times before mm-hmm. a person will actually leave that relationship. How, how did you get out of that horrific situation that you were going through many times for years? Counseling and a lot of prayer. <laughs> um, and I would, I would tell anybody who's in that kind of a situation, put your pride aside. You know, it doesn't make a difference how many times it takes you because getting out of that situation is so much better than staying in it. Um, Elsa had also mentioned about the impact that it has on your children. I couldn't possibly imagine being a mom and having my child go through watching me be abused by someone. So, Wow. And so, um, Elsa, what would you tell some girls or ladies or men that are listening right now? They've been going through months and years Mm -hmm. of abuse, 
and they say, well, Randy, what you guys are talking about is just there on the radio. Mine's different. I, like you both said, um, the stories are really similar. How but can you help know, somebody? You got to get yourself out of it. No one's going to get you out of that situation but yourself. You have to have enough love of self to pull yourself out. It, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes we do have to ask for help. Sometimes we need to go to people and ask them to help us get out. And when I mean get out, I mean there are women and men or whatever situation you might have financially, you just feel stuck. You feel like you can't go nowhere because you don't have the money or the means to get yourself out of the situation. Also, I've heard stories of women calling the police, but they can't do anything because you're not dead yet. Yeah, you're not bleeding. That's sick. You don't have a a knife in your back and you don't have a bullet in your chest. So they look at you like, okay, well, when things do really get bad, call us. Well, when am I supposed to call you when I'm dead? Should I call you from heaven? Lisa, what would you say to help somebody who's listening right now? I would say, again, just, you know, like same thing that Elsa said, having the courage within yourself. And again, the biggest thing I think is it's pride because you 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 don't want to have that stigma. You, you're afraid that, you know, who you reach out to because they've heard you reach out before. They know what's most people know what's going on. You when two got you two got out of horrific situations. So your yeah. success stories. Mm-hmm. Yes. But usually people that are around you, they know what's going on. They know you're being abused. Okay. And when that happens, then you have a stigma that, well, if I go to this person, you know, they're not going to believe me. They don't think I'm really going to leave. You know, it, however many times it takes you to be able to make that decision and stick with it. Keep trying. Don't stop trying. Because what happens is so much psychological abuse has occurred that you there's something called, um, I forget that there's a term for something where they, they try to make you think that things are not actually the reality that they are. They'll come, the abuser will mind tell games. you. Mind games. Yes. Yeah, but there, there's a specific games. term for it based upon a 1930s movie. I can't think of the um, the name for it right now. But at any rate, they, they'll they try to make you think, well, you know, that didn't really happen. You know, you're crazy. You're making up wow, stuff. really? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not the way that that really went. And, right. and when you're in that situation, you will actually start to second guess yourself like, did, did it really happen that way? Am I making stuff up? And, I th- you know, am I thinking something different? And then they tell you they love you on top of it. Yeah. They will be literally doing all kinds of horrendous things to you and still tell you they love you. And I think that just adds it to the confusion. Because if you didn't have a, if you didn't have a functional home growing up, you lived in dysfunction and you wow. came from dysfunction. Wow. You literally believe it. Yeah. You know what? We're coming to a quick break. This is powerful information to listeners. I'm Randy Barcella, your show host, and you are listening to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. Enjoy it every Sunday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Um, have you gotten out to the website, uh, realestaterevealed.com, R-E-V-E-A-L-E-D.com. And I've got videos of everybody in the studio this morning, yes, on Real Estate Revealed on Facebook. We'll be right back. Now, back to Real Estate Revealed with your host, Randy Barcella. Like heaven on earth can't take my eyes off of you. You're too good to be true. And that's the way I feel. Look at all these beautiful people here in the studio. Um, welcome back, everybody, to the Real Estate Revealed Radio Show. I feel good. We've been inspired this morning on how to get out of uh, domestic violence awareness. No matter where you're at or what your situation is, yes, you can get out and you can. Uh, these ladies here, courageous women, they went to hell and back many times and experienced it. They lived it. They're not just counselors here. They lived it. And so... Elsa Prado, uh, she also does a great job with a radio show um, on a cable station. And uh, I would just like to ask you, Elsa, if somebody's listening right now, what can they do to get out? 
The first thing you can do basically to get out is talk to a counselor because they will be the first ones not only to help you straighten out your head. Um, I do know from my experience that these men mess with your head in ways that you never thought possible, but get your head straight first. Go to a counselor. A lot of um, what if it's too employers serious, they don't have time for counselors. Um, well, a lot of employers um, have a program like behavioral health. A lot of people can get public aid for mental health. So that is the other uh, area that they can also search. And I, I think some of the ladies want to follow you. So is there a site that they could go to or could they go follow you on Facebook? Or? Yeah, they can follow me on Facebook. I have LinkedIn. I have Instagram. I have different Elsa uh, Prado, right? social media. Yes. Fantastic. It's all under my name. Yeah. And uh, Lisa, what would you recommend any of the girls or ladies or men listening that it's desperate right now? What could they do? Don't be afraid to go to a shelter. They Love have it. They have lots of domestic violence shelters out there. I personally, um, part of my testimony is I've been homeless off and on over the years. And, you know, at some point in time, you just you have to, again, put pride aside and just mm-hmm. do what it is that you have to do because you need to make it better for you and your family. So if, if that takes going to a shelter, starting everything all over, whatever you have to do. What I know about you two, you're really wonderful human beings and you have great jobs and your moms and your sisters and you're, you know, you're, 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 yeah. you're just doing great things in the community. You know, one of the things that I can tell you straight up is people will look at me and say, oh, you could not have. Oh, yes, I have. I have slept on the floor. I have eaten that can of uh, Chef Boyardee for a dollar <laughs> because when you couldn't afford anything else. Or ramen else, noodles. Right, or ramen noodles. <laughs> uh, that was my dinner. Uh, or cereal if you, I couldn't get anything else. I mean, but yeah. a lot of times you just think of yourself and what poverty you will be. But not, nothing is bigger poverty than not, not loving yourself enough to be out of an abusive uh, situation mm-hmm. or a life of hell. And uh, Lisa, you're... You're like you're like soaring high like an eagle. Those days are gone. You're never going back. Absolutely. And you did it. Absolutely. And what did Domestic it take? violence is part of my past, but it's not part of my present nor my future. It's not, right. Could somebody get a hold of you? Because you, you're involved with a lot of charities. How could somebody get a hold of you? I am. Yeah, actually, you can call me at 630-977-6150. I'm part of the Aglona National Matson Single Moms Group, and we actually do a lot of help with moms who have gone through situations just like this. Wow, fantastic. And if you missed any part of today's show... Tomorrow, Monday afternoon, is the podcast going to be replayed, and it's going to stay there for the next couple of years. So, And then I've got this on videos right now, Real Estate Revealed on Facebook on videos. And so, wow, what a great show. Uh, and where did this hour go? Hey, i got to thank the other co-hosts who are not here, but they'll be here next week. Vincent Arricchio, premier commercial and residential attorney. Brad Heddock, owner of Commercial Lending X. Teresa Mueller, broker owner of the Trellium Real Estate Group. Paula Avenham, realtor from Cowboy Banker Highland Park. Mark McKenna from Baird and Warner, Lena Mataria, realtor from uh, Keller Williams Preferred, Kim Alden, realtor and principal at Compass, and uh, of course, uh, Pete Weldon, the great producer here at AM560, The Answer. What a great uh, guy he is. Um, hey, I'd like to leave you with a couple inspirational quotes. Um, you know what? We can't direct the wind, everybody. Life happens to us, but we can adjust our sales. You don't always have control over what happens to you in life, but you do have control over what you do with that experience. And when everything seems to be going against you, remember that the airplane takes off against the wind, not with it. Oh, wow. And you know what? Remember that everyone you meet is afraid of something, loves something, and has lost something. So never judge. Be well. Make it a great week. And I can't wait to see you again here next Sunday morning on AM 560 The Answer.